TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa DeMattis-Lapore and Ann Baldwin. And hello, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. I'm Ann Baldwin, one of the hosts of this program, along with Lisa DeMattis-Lapore, who is the president and CEO of The Connection. Lisa, good morning. Good morning, Ann. How are you? You know, I, I, ref- uh, yeah, I refuse to answer that question because <laughs> I just do. Uh, there's a lot going on, and uh, but it's all good. You know, Lisa and I, we were talking before the show, and we, we kind of made this determination that whatever is going on with us in our lives and with our loved ones, it could always be worse. So we have to be grateful for where we're at and just try to power through it. Right, honey? Gratitude. Just trying to say, trying to think of everything that I'm really happy about and not count our woes. And it's a difficult time for everyone right now. Everyone's carrying all lots of extra burdens now more than ever. So we just have to uh, stay together. And it's uh, really everyone needs a lot of healing right now, I think, across the nation for so many reasons. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm really excited. You know, one of my favorite topics to talk about on this program, Lisa, are success stories from the Connections programs. And we've got such a Wonderful example of that today with um, Faith. And Faith, just, you know, for confidentiality reasons, we won't use your last name. But um, I want to thank you for being here to kind of share your story and share, you know, what's transpired with you and your life and where you're at today. And um, thanks for being here. Well, thank you for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. So let's just Uh, give folks a little bit of background. Um, So you're 23 years old, and you just had your third baby. Congratulations. Yay. Fourth? Fourth? Thank you. He's actually my fourth, yes. Oh, wow. So four boys. Yes. Oh, wow. And you've got them all with you. And um, so, you know, you graduated from the Supportive Housing Program for family for Families Program at The Connection. So we'll get into that a little bit more. But why don't you share with our listeners kind of where you were at? Well, I was 19, um, and I was in a DV shelter. And I was in a process of moving um, my, you know, kids to DCF, my first two, and I was pregnant with my third one. And I made it a mission to not lose my kids. So I searched all over for places to help me. And my mother, which is my foster mother, um, 
um, she told me about connections, and she has a person there that she knew um, that gave me her name and her extension. I got in touch with her, um, gave her information to my DCF worker, them two collabed, and came up with a plan to get me into connections. And then from there, I went from a DV shelter to my aunt's house while, you know, trying to get custody back of my first two and still pregnant with my third. Within about six months later, six, seven months later, I got into Connections and approved for Connections. Three months after that, I found my house. Um, I was living, I found my apartment and everything, and I basically did everything I needed to do do working two jobs and I was a freshman in college um I ended up giving birth to my third kid um DCF was still involved with connections um I was very busy like I was always at work in school so I didn't get to meet with um my support person like that but I definitely stayed in contact with them if I needed anything I will call them um they'll check up on me you know the uh, purpose of uh starting the supportive housing for families program was to achieve uh, for women all of the, and meeting all the goals that you just um, talked about, Faith, and to provide women who have children an opportunity to live in a safe environment, but also, you know, continue on with life and, and being a parent, a mom, a dad, etc., um, and being able to, you know, pull their life together um, due to unfortunate circumstances prior to admission. Um, are you in recovery, Faith? Yes. So in May of this year, um, I ended with Connections, and I got my Section 8 voucher. Um, so I've been living um, on my Section 8 voucher this past year without Connections, but I still stay in contact with them um, just to tell them how good I'm doing, I am still in college, and I just gave birth, you know, to my fourth child. Um, And I'm basically, like, you know, doing everything I have to do. I'm on top of my bills. I have life insurance for my kids. I have college funds for them. And my support staff, um, I don't want to say her name, but she's like, she's like, I'm so proud of you. A lot of people around my age don't even know about, you know, life policies and stuff like that for their kids or don't even have a college fund for them. Um, and I'm still working the same two jobs. Um, I got promoted at both of my jobs, actually. Um, wow. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, let me ask you this, because one of the, so did, did any kind of substance abuse come into your picture as far as your story goes, or was it just other circumstances, Faith? Um, I want to say other circumstances. I do, um... I well, I was I should say, um, drinking when I thought I was gonna lose my son, um, um, just alcohol stuff like that. But never, it wasn't never a problem. But when you know connections got involved, it was I put it all down because I like I was like I'm determined for my kids to come home. This is not gonna be it, and if I have to stop drinking, then so be it. So Lisa, isn't one of the goals? You know, when you work with the Department of Children and Family, which the connection does on a regular basis, to try to keep the children with the parent. Yes. The goal is um, always reunification. But in order to be able to do that successfully, you have to have a, you know, a parent or parents who are, you know, stable and working and, 
able to care properly, you know, for their child, but you're, you know, give, helping them and giving them the tools that they need to, to be every tool to be successful in order to then, you know, break patterns of, um, you know, situations because clearly faith is you are very committed in providing your children with um, the proper lifestyle and a safe place to live and working and doing all of those things. And I have to commend you for that because, you know, you are young and you've got, you know, four little four children and you're just plugging ahead. What are you going to school for, Faith? I'm actually going to school for a lawyer for children. Wow, that's a big task. So, Faith, I want to ask you a question, and it might be a tough one, but I, I think our listeners out there might be thinking this. So you're 23 years old. You just had your fourth child. Um, was that always part of your plan? Um, to have four kids, yes. At this age, no. And do you have a supportive significant other that's helping you through this, or is it? are you on your own? I do. Um, I just um, started being with a partner um, that is, like, amazing with the uh, my boys who was actually planned on adopting them well that's great so so how can you do it all though how can you find the time to raise four kids work two jobs and go to school i mean that's a lot on your plate definitely is um honestly i don't think about it um i just think about you know just going by the minute honestly well the hour um if i get through this hour i'll be okay you know and then the next day comes along, like, in the blink of an eye, it's already, like, the next morning to get everyone ready for that day. Um, it is very stressful. I do have a therapist that I meet with that I meet with weekly to, like, you know, help me out um, if I need any support or if I'm feeling depressed or anything. How old are your children, Faith? What are their ages? Six, three, one will be two next week, and seven weeks. Wow. That's a lot. I can't even imagine. You know, Faith, um, talk a little bit about where you might be today if it weren't for the Supportive Housing for Families program at The Connection. Where will I be? Where um, would you be? Where would you be? In, have... Yeah, where would you be and where would your kids be? My kids would definitely not be in my custody. And um, I don't know, I'd probably be strung out on alcohol, homeless or something. Because if it was not for them and them helping me get my kids back, it's I don't know where I would be. I just know I would not be in a positive place like I am today. So I thank them tremendously. So, Lisa, this is a well, one example. This is one example. Faith is a great example of someone who's just persevering and, and pushing it forward. And you've got lots of those examples. So talk a little bit about, Lisa, how your services kind of wrap around the individual and their circumstances. So the Supportive Housing for Families program um, is, is very unique in the in that we take um, mothers, fathers, aunts, uncles, whoever, whatever family member is um, raising children, um, and we they enter the program through the Department of Children and Families, and they um, are connected with a safe place to live. And we wrap around services. Everyone has a case manager that they work with. And they work with our um, residents to be able to coordinate all services that they need. So dealing with doctors or dealing with school, dealing with employment, dealing with, um, you know, a college and or helping them getting connected, obviously, 
with, as I said, employers, but also working in the community and also, you know, giving back and providing whatever services that specific, uh, those specific family members and children need to be successful. And so whatever that takes, uh, our case manager does that. Plus, we also have excellent relationships with landlords throughout the state who know that we have staff that, you know, inspect um, the apartments where our clients are living, help them, um, you know, take care of anything that's happening within their living space. And so, you know, having that ongoing support and helping people navigate the world is really what our case managers do. And um, faith is making it sound, I mean, not making it sound simple, but it's a lot of work. There's high expectations when you enter enter the program um, because we want to be sure that the parent is providing the best possible care for these children um, and that together as a family unit they can be successful. So right. we continue to stay involved with those families. Um and the goal is that eventually we will, um, you know, step back and the family will remain in that apartment and or house where they're living so that they are a part of a community that they've established. Well, that that's great. So you, you are held accountable in faith, even at 23 years old with four kids, it sounds like you've put in the work, you know, and again, you wonder, well, why, why all this support? Because these things are these situations happen. These situations are out there. And if there aren't services to wrap around these individuals and their families, then the result is usually not a good one. So that's exactly where this service comes in, one of many that The Connection offers. And we urge you to go to the website if you want more information on this particular program or any of the programs that they offer at The Connection. And the website is theconnectioninc.com. Org. So, Faith, as I'm, ta- I'm looking through these, these talking points that we were provided, it also says that you're also taking a first-time homebuyer certificate course. So tell us about that. Oh, yes. So I have a goal set in mind that I would like to own my own home by the age of 25. Um, that actually will be my birthday present to myself. Um, so I've been taking homebuyer class, meeting with um, loan officers. I have a realtor. Um, you know, because I want my kids to have a stable place. Like, I didn't have a stable place growing up. I bounced from, you know, residential to group homes to foster homes. And my the kids are the, our future. So I want them to know what it's like to be somewhere where it's called home and have a grounded, you know, area um, that they can feel safe in. Um, so I've been searching for a house and taking classes, obviously, and trying to... Um, obviously, um, save up to buy a house for the first time. That's truly amazing. Um, And what you're doing, as you just stated, is you are working to provide a different type of upbringing than you had um, for your children. And And that is the whole, and that to me is what I think everyone really tries to do um, in life anyway, we try to um, improve our situation for our children. Um, and I, I, you have so many, you have so many pots on the stove, but it sounds like you're just so determined to move ahead and to be successful and to provide your kids with what they need, but most importantly for you to feel proud as a mom that you've been able to overcome situations in the past and to 
show your children um, what it's like to be, a, you know, a good parent and to love them and provide them with the things that they need. Well, that's really what is what is the one thing that is what I mean, I, I appreciate, you know, what you said about the program and the person that you work with. But um, what do you think for yourself? If you look at yourself in the mirror now, as opposed to when you first enter the program, what do you see when you look at yourself? It's a hard question, but not hard, honestly. Um, before, I would have thought I was a failure before. Now it's like when I look at myself, it's like, I'm one, I'm very shocked that I accomplished all that I have um, within the year that I was with them or just accomplished, you know, things, period. But um, when I look at myself, I think that I, I'm a proud mother. Um, That's really Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that kind of says it all, doesn't it? Because, you know, and I I know we don't want to dig into this, Faith, but you mentioned it before, is that you didn't come from the best circumstances of stability and and bouncing around in the system, uh, you know, growing up. And you're only 23. So you have, it sounds like, taking what was kind of working against you and made it work for you moving forward. Because a lot of people wouldn't have put in the work at your age or ever that you've put in. They'll just try to, you know, work work off the system or, you know, hope that everybody else will take care of their responsibilities. But you don't think that way. And no, I definitely do not. And honestly, my childhood was not the best. I never had a stable place until actually I got connections. Um, last year was the only place I stayed at for more than six months. Wow, that says a lot. All because of... Yeah. Wow. All because of them helping me and me being very determined. And, you know, I growing up when people say that I won't be nothing, I won't achieve anything, can't do anything. And I told myself that I was going to make a liar out of this. And I have so far. And that's what makes me be a, the proud person I am today. So uh, let and me ask you. And um, still continue to strive. Right. So let me ask you this, Faith, because there might be people out there listening or know somebody who might be in a similar situation or in need of services. How did you initially find the connection or did somebody find it for you? Um, so I Googled places and I heard about you guys. Um, so basically like another part to support me in getting, you know, my kids back. And then my mother, who is a foster mother and also a DCF worker, um, she never adopted me, but, you know, she was with me when I had my first kid. And I so she, she seen me at my ugliest moment. She um, gave me a contact person, um, a supervisor at Connections, and that's how I got in touch. So what is your advice for people out there? How do you, is it, was it hard for you to navigate the system or did you, did you find that it was pretty easy and accessible? Oh no, it was definitely hard because it's, you don't want to do anything. I was, I was like, I was so determined to just ruin my life. Like I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to put the work in. And then it was like, I gave birth to a baby and it was just like my whole life flashed before my eyes. And then it was just like, you gotta, you gotta achieve. You, 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 you got to find something to hold on to in order for it, for, in order for you to accomplish it. It doesn't matter if it's gonna be hard because nothing in this world comes easy. So if you think it's hard, it's worth it. 
And then you add four. If you think it's easy, it's not worth it. Right. And then you add four kids to that. Why are you, are yeah. you, are you going to keep trying for that girl? Are you, what's your, what's your family plan look like? Oh, Jesus, I was. I sure that was a little girl, um, but I am done. Four kids is a lot. Um, it is enough. I feel like I, you know, I max my limitation, my capacity on having kids. So um, I do one day want to adopt a girl, but right oh, now I just focus on, focus on, you know, growing my kids up to be, proud men and to be proud of me like you know be proud that I'm their mother well I'm sure they already are and I'm sure that they will continue Mm -hmm. to be because you're setting a great example and and that's really that's really what counts no I think that um you have a lot you have a lot on your plate but it you know you have um clearly always had a lot on your plate and you've turned a lot of negative things into positive things which I think is commendable for someone your age because most people would have not made the choices that you have made, especially um, at the age that you are. And, um, you know, I, I can hear in your voice that you're extremely determined and you're going to move forward and you're going to defy Definitely. the odds. And I think that's amazing. Really, truly amazing. Definitely. Thank you. So, Thank you so much. What is your advice for people out there listening to the program, Faith? Again, if you're just tuning in, um, Faith is um, one of the folks, 23 years old, believe it or not, and is a graduate of the Supportive Housing for Families program at The Connection, now taking classes for home buying and looking for her next brick and mortar to raise those four boys in. What is your advice to people out there, Faith, who might be facing difficult circumstances um, on top of another, you know, maybe it's the past that they grew up in and now it's the future that they're looking at. What's your, what's your words of strength and hope for them? Honestly, is don't give up. If you want something and you guys like feel like it's going to be a hundred percent positive in your life, go for it. Doesn't matter about the troubles that you're going to have to go through to get through it because in the end it's worth it. Just don't give up. Keep pushing. And Lisa, those are such strong words and such great advice. And you see situations like this, and you have throughout your long career at The Connection. When you, when you hear from someone like Faith who has moved to the next step and has such a bright future, it sounds like, ahead of her, how does that make you feel? You know, I've said this time and time again, um, but the reason what brought me to The Connection was um, the you know, many, many, many years ago was the lack of services, especially for women and children. Um, And, you know, Connecticut's come a really long way in in expanding services, and we're extremely grateful uh, to the Department of Children and Families for being such an excellent collaborator. But what because this, to me, as as a woman, is extremely empowering because I think it's easy for everyone to pass judgment on um, on on uh, people in general, um, and they don't know their story. They don't know the you know paths they've crossed, and we are all dealing with. Everyone's dealing with a burden, um, and I think that what this shows is um, someone who has such internal strength 
and has been probably through some pretty traumatic things that faith has been sharing with us and is determined to move ahead. And it just makes me grateful that that the connection is able to provide these types of services to someone like Faith and the many thousands of others who have crossed our path and who have um, proven society and a lot of things, um, proven to society that treatment does work and people do want to not be in a system and they do want to live a, a, a successful life and really give back to the community and our state. So, Faith, you are, um, I, I just am really enamored by your story and your age and your determination. And um, while we're grateful we have the program, we're grateful that you're able to come on and talk about your story because it is never easy to share this because it's a part of your life and it's not, you know, it's not easy to do that. So, And Faith, you know, I like to say to people, I never say good luck. I always say continued success. And I know that's what you're reaching for and that's where you're headed. So Faith, good luck and continued success with those little boys, with your jobs, with your future, with your home buying. And keep us posted. Let us know when you buy that house and we'll all celebrate your birthday together. How's that sound? Thank you. <laughs> I definitely will do. Thank you so much, guys. And again, the website. I really appreciate you. Oh, we appreciate you. And again, the website is theconnectioninc.org if you'd like more information. And of course, we can't leave here without thanking you our listeners for tuning in to this edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. audio platform with something for everyone news in order to secure convictions in a court of law it is essential that we conclusively sports that clock at four Donchich. the step back three you bet music you set my world on fire yes, and even podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.